moving and it's something that's that's uh, picking up pace. Um, in fact, Procter and Gamble uh, have also implemented uh, the Navilens codes not just on Pantene products, their Pro V products, but they've now expanded it into uh, washing powder products as well. And uh, we hope that that will extend. Procter and Gamble have a, a very large range of products, and we're hoping that this will this will become uh, part of their their packaging um, base. Um, there are a few other products. We have uh, Aunt Bessie's. I'm not sure if she's too famous in the United States, but it's uh, their roast potatoes and uh, Yorkshire puddings. I can answer that question at the end if anybody has a question about Yorkshire puddings. Um, and also Coca-Cola have started to implement uh, the Navilens codes on some of their Christmas products in the United Kingdom as well. So little by little, we're getting there, but it's just great to see that Navilens codes are being used in the accessibility of uh, information uh, on packaging. One extra thing I want to talk about as well is the street name accessible signage, okay? So in Murcia in Spain, this is where our head office is based, on the street signs around the city, they have placed the Navilens codes with the information of these streets, providing additional navigational tools uh, for users of the Navilens app. So people who are not familiar, tourists or anybody visiting, can go and can be uh, transported around the city of Murcia, beautiful city, by the way, uh, using these street codes, these street names with the codes attached. Okay, It's been set up, it's been trialed, and it has had a very wonderful feedback. Now, not only can the information of what the name of the street be given to any of the users, but there are certain streets with historical value. And so within these codes, information, extra information, videos, audios can be placed, giving extra information about these particular places. In this particular street in uh, Murcia, it's quite famous for um, a particular, um, it's uh, Salmorejo, it's very similar to Gaspacho. Um, or as we call it in Ireland, cold soup, um, but very delicious, very famous for this particular type of thing. So it just shows you that the Navilens codes, codes are not limited to just that specific information. You can add videos, all kinds of information uh, to make it more accessible and more informative for people. Another thing that is, uh, is something that has been in place um, in Belgium um, specifically, but something that's also a work in progress uh, to uh, see how this can be uh, rectified, but accessible pedestrian crossing signals. So this can be, um, I suppose, a, a nerve-wracking situation for most people at best, but particularly for visually impaired uh, people who are, who are needing to cross um, at intersections. Um, these intersections can be complicated. They don't always have the sound that is working. Yes, there would be tactile paving on the, the way up to the crossing, but this information is being in place to give live information and live uh, information about, about timings and how, how much time is left across the road. Um, so this is very, very useful, uh, a very useful way to use Navilens. Another issue that has come up is in many sort of older towns or certain complicated uh, intersections, we're working on seeing how can we create an, uh, a safe intersect intersection that will help 
vision impaired people get from one side to the other. Um, I know that in Ireland and in many places, uh, I mean, I've been to the States quite a bit, but I know that some crossings can be quite complicated with like an island in the middle. Um, so it's to make sure people are aware of what is there, where they need to go when they arrive to the island, and then how to cross from the other side. So this is something that's uh, very important to us because it, it also emphasizes the, the safety feature of how NaviLens can be, can be used. One more thing I want to talk about um, are accessible museums. Now, who doesn't love a museum? So the Archaeological Museum in Murcia uh, is uh, a, a wonderful museum that has decided to implement NaviLens codes within its facility. Uh, what's so wonderful about this place is that they have a lot of tactile exhibits. So anybody who wants to be able to touch and experience some of the exhibits for themselves, they can do so. So it's actually quite a nice uh, museum for visually impaired people. But again, they wanted to have a, um, a navigational system put in place, but they also wanted users to have the same access to the information that is available to everyone. So by simply placing the NaviLens code, Along with all the other information, you can get all the information in your language, including any videos and videos of sign language. These codes can contain all, all uh, number of, of beneficial elements. Um, and that has worked very well. Um, in this particular case, you can get information explaining that the, the particular exhibit is is tactile that you can touch it to to feel and to try to understand a bit more what the exhibit is, and it will also give you that additional information explaining uh, what it is a, a a model of. Okay, so one single code, and you have a wealth of information. You have uh, everything you need from audible to visual to videos to everything that you could possibly need in a museum. Personally, I think. Okay, I want to move on to our next uh, topic. There's, there's not too many more, so you'll be glad to know. So I will stop talking quite soon, but I do want to focus on a few more, um, a couple more of our features. Our, <clears throat> one of our most important elements at NaviLens, it's not actually our most, it's not one of our most, it is our most important element, and that is the user themselves. Our focus is on creating independence to be beneficial to the users. And so we have created a free NaviLens code kit uh, which can be uh, which can be requested within the NaviLens app. These are NaviLens codes for personal use. Okay, so many of our uh, of our of our users of the app will use these codes to label items within their home, uh, food products by putting not only the name of the food product but also expiry dates. Uh, you can use these codes within the fridge, in the cupboard, coffee, tea. It just gives a little bit more of extra freedom. So not only food products and that kind of thing, but also um, any chemicals or any uh, washing uh, materials that you might need can be easily uh, indicated through the, the NaviLens codes. Uh, one particular user told me that uh, she uses it on her remote control um, because uh, her husband regularly leaves the remote control in the wrong place. And so it can be easily detected, but these personal codes can be used for so so many uh things now again these are free codes and they are very easily requested through the app you go into request tags you put in your name your email and within a moment or two you will have the navilens codes in your email okay so the navilens codes 
have been placed onto these documents symmetrically. So we know and we understand that, and this is something we trialed with, with some of our users, how best do we provide this and these codes? And it was easier to be able to just fold the page in half and then either tear or cut how you prefer the page in half, depending on how many codes. So if there are four codes on the page, it's fold in half, tear, and then fold each individual piece in half and then tear it apart. And you will have those four codes. And this works right up until uh, the, 60, the page with 64 codes. It will be fold, tear, fold, tear, fold, tear, and so on. Um, there is a video on YouTube that we have of a user showing uh, anybody who is interested how to do this, um, how to print and cut the codes, and not necessarily with any sharp objects by using the tear technique. When you get these codes, you can add them to any object, any item, and you can add your own personal annotations to the code. So, for example, you can add um, coffee, but decaffeinated, coffee, caffeinated. You can add extra information. And as I said before, you can add um, expiry dates. And it's just by using the app, you scan the code, it will tell you it's a blank code, and then you go in to personalize the code. Okay. The lovely thing about these uh, free personalized codes is that you can then share that information with up to five friends and family members. Um, and also the information is backed up. So anyone who might be coming to your house or anybody who might want to be to have access to that same information, you can share all that information with them very easily within the app. And then Perhaps you want to, you can take someone off your list and add someone on, but it is limited to five. Um, but the information is always backed up there for you. These codes are particularly, um, these codes are programmed by your phone. So the codes themselves are attached to your phone. Each set of codes that are sent out are the same. So if someone in one address had a, had a certain set of codes, and someone else ordered another set of codes, the codes would be the same. And that's why they are attached to the information that is uh, on your particular phone. Another free kit that we provide is our uh, NaviLens School and Associations Kit. Now, this is a set of pre-programmed uh, codes that are uh, indicators of common locations, common objects in many associations and in schools. So it could be um, uh, men's bathroom, women's bathroom, uh, disabled bathroom, uh, accessible uh, bathroom, uh, water dispenser, hand sanitizer, uh, electrical outlets, uh, printer, lots and lots and lots of pre-programmed codes, uh, room one, room two, room three, that can be used um, in many organizations and many schools to help any of their visually impaired and uh, blind students or visitors or staff. And this is as simple as going to free.navilens.com. You put in your name, email address, you choose the kit that you want, school or associations, choose your language, and you will then receive the Navilens codes. And the great thing about this is if you do have a logo that you want to add to the, the uh, codes, you can also um, add your, your organization's logo to these codes that you can print and place uh, around your, your facility.
Um, we have just a couple of examples here um, for the men's bathroom, the women's bathroom. And this is a list that is, is sort of constantly changing um, and being added to, not changing, but being added to, because what we're finding is that there are more and more uh, common locations, common items that are beneficial for blind and visually impaired users to find within these facilities. And basically, yeah, it's empowering accessibility at schools and organizations around the world. Okay. So that's it, the three NaviLens experiences. We have our personal codes, the pre-recorded associations and school codes, and then there is the professional account that would be used by organizations and businesses to use the codes on their product, on the transportation system. And this is a, a more tailored uh, experience where the codes are created specifically for the organization um, in relation to wayfinding or informational. Okay, those are three main experiences. And what's next for the NaviLens uh, codes? We have our 360 vision. So NaviLens is an accessible, accessible signage. We have a new NaviLens 360 um, system where the NaviLens codes provides uh, a, a 360 understanding of the environment that you're in. Um, the codes will help you to navigate indoor spaces where there might be um, a lot of uh, obstacles and turning points. Um, and this is something that is proving very useful. It can also work outside as well, because what it can mean is if you've detected a code, but for some reason you lose sight of that code, your phone will direct you back to the location of that code. So it will keep you in the right direction at all times. This can work in outdoor spaces because perhaps you've found a code, but um, a bicycle passes and you, you, you get thrown off uh, your course. The phone will direct you back to where you were initially going and will keep you uh, keep you informed until you arrive at that particular uh, location. So this is something we're very excited <clears throat> about um, and uh, an extra safety additional feature. At the end of the day, our goal is to create a more inclusive world. Um, it might be a little by little, but with the help of organizations such as you, um, with the, the people who have, who have uh, uh, come into the meeting, who are watching this meeting, you are the people that we are working for. You are the people that we want to 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 experience this more inclusive world, um, and to to have your as much independence as possible in your in your particular uh, daily life. And um, that brings me to the end of my conversation. So, if anyone does have any uh, questions after the the um the meeting or the, the conference um always feel free to contact us at info at navilens.com and we are always happy to help no question is too small no question is too big we're here for you however we can so thank you very much i hope you understood <laughs> as much of that as uh, was necessary um, I didn't really stop that much, so sorry if anyone had any questions and I didn't get a chance to uh, to to answer. But I am at your service now for anyone who would like to ask any questions. Thank you. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll start it off. Uh, for example, if I make with the free tags, if I make one and it has a detergent on it, for example, then later I want to use that same tag for uh, fabric softener. 
can I go into that tag and edit the content? And then the next time I use it, it says fabric softener. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That in information is is all linked to what you need, and any code that you use and you decide I don't need that code there, it doesn't really function. The same code can be placed elsewhere. You change the information in the annotations, the and it's as simple as that. So the 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 codes are yeah, they're interchangeable. All you need to do is change the information. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's next? This is Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, Hi, Gary. I got another question. question. Um, I hear that um, it's the tags for the navigation uh, throughout the cities and, and counties and things of that nature. How would I go about, or do I have to go through my, my uh, city council or county council to get this imp uh, uh, implemented in my town? Because uh, the way you're saying it is that there must be, well, it seems to me it's got to be a uh, certain amount of people that are putting these tags on the signage mm -hmm. or the signage is already made with tags on them. Right. So, yeah, the, so basically, yes, the initial thing would be to go through your local uh, uh, government or the local um, authority. Um, they would have to be something that they would decide to, uh, to implement. Um, so it would be expected probably, I mean, we, we would be happy to contact someone within uh, that particular uh, department to speak to them about it, to inform them about it. But at the end of the day, it would it would have to come from them. Now, if the transport system is is a private transport system or owned by by um, a, a private company or if it's a public transport support system, again, it would have to go through the relevant uh, people there. So in that case, they would talk to us about um, the system that they have, what they would like, uh, if they would like to have the um, NaviLens codes placed with real-time information, would they also like the codes to be on the, the, boat, the door of the bus? So when the bus arrives, you have access to that information to say that this is the correct bus. Um, but it would be a case of placing the signage onto whatever signage, uh, the Navilens codes, onto the signage that is already in place. So there's no need to make any big changes. I know here in Valencia, they were planning to change all of the bus stops anyway. So what they're doing is they're putting the Navilens codes on all of the new bus stops um, as part of a, it's, it's a standard now for them. But they, they, there wouldn't be any need to, to completely redo all of the signage. It's as simple as adding the Navilens codes in the best and most suitable way possible for that local council or that particular uh, transportation system or for a, a private company also. All right, thank you. Thank you, Guy. Um, this is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Ahead, Patricia. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, I printed off uh, the, the personal codes and find them really valuable. Um, if I were to like order them again, are they different codes or is there just a certain maximum number that you can get? Yes. So at the moment, um, yeah, the, the, the codes are, how many were you able to access, Patricia? Just out of curiosity. I don't remember, I mean, I printed all the options, you know, from the great big one to the little tiny ones. And I okay. don't know what the grand total was. Okay, perfect. Because um, now I need to double check the information on this, but I do know that through the personal codes system, there's a way of actually um, ordering or, or requesting up to 500 uh, codes. 
which which is, is a substantial number. But again, those codes, those 500 codes in general, will be repeated for each and each individual person who requests them because the codes oh. are then to your phone. So the codes generally are the same. That's why they wouldn't be public codes. The information that you program onto them is the information that your phone will see. But imagine a friend of yours with the codes and they they have different information on those codes. If they look at your codes, their information will come up on those codes. Um, but if you wanted, Patricia, I don't know if you if just so that I can be 100 percent sure on how uh, how best to access all of those codes, because I in this particular moment, I don't have. I don't have access to that information, but if you wanted to email me and I would get that information sent over to you, no problem at all. Um, okay. And you then have access, I think it's up to 500. Yeah. Okay. Personal codes. Um, so if you emailed me at um, info at navilens.com, mm -hmm. um, just send me a quick email just saying, hi, it's Patricia here. Uh, remember we talked about the codes and I'll get that information over to you. But it is, it is the one thing, because they are personal codes, they are linked to your personal devices. So if you okay. had, for example, a second device, like a, a, a tablet or another mobile phone, again, you can use those other devices to program the codes differently. But yeah, I mean, might not be that helpful. <laughs> uh -huh. So um, what I will do is I'll work on getting that information to you, Patricia. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Tom Spittle. Go ahead, Tom. How you doing, Owen? Um, uh, just to to kind of follow up on what Patricia was saying, um, I'm part of the Let's Navi Lens um, Groups.io group, and Steve's going to be putting out that that um, information and everything. But if you go to the Navi Lens website and you sign up um, through the friends and family, it does give you the opportunity to get those other codes like you said up to 500 or so okay, so that's where you can kind of unlock it um, but i wanted to um to bring up something in south carolina the national federation of the blind of south carolina owns and operates rocky bottom retreat and conference center of the blind mm -hmm. and we are a a nonprofit. we're the only um place in the world that is owned and operated their own camp um, a lot of the associations and school uh, public codes would work in our facility, but we would also like some of the professional codes to mm -hmm. name our buildings, Ellenberg Lodge or Osternet Cottage, to help mm -hmm. blind people navigate to them. So um, I, would, I would love to see you know, what we can do with that. The other issue that we have is we are up in the mountains and there is no cell service. Right. Now, each one of the buildings has um, Wi-Fi. So we do have um, a lot of the camp has coverage and it extends past the building. Mm -hmm. But um, are the public codes readable if you don't have a cell have cell service? So, yes, I mean, 100% the pre-programmed codes. So if you were to take advantage of those indicating bathrooms, indicating, um, uh, you know, uh, electrical outlets, all of those are pre-programmed. So that information can be received because it's it's already pre-programmed and standard. So that information can be got without uh, 
GPS or using um, Wi-Fi. Now, as for, it depends, I think, uh, on the information that the, the professional codes would contain. Because if it's uh, set information, such as you say, like um, uh, set directional information or the names of buildings, that's not a problem. Those codes can be programmed in a way that that information can be received without the need for using uh, the, the Wi-Fi. It just depends on the amount of information that you have attached to the codes, basically. Uh, but that is something I, I can also double check for you. Okay. Um, Thanks. And I, yeah. I will, uh, I'll send you an email so you have mine directly. I know we've talked a little bit on, on the um, listserv, but. Um, yeah, perfect, and I, perfect. All right, um, thank you. And in addition as well, just so that you know that any organization which is nonprofit and uh, that we do have special, uh, very special prices, very special prices, but awesome. also any nonprofit organization that works with the visually impaired or blind children or, or people, um, we offer an additional special offer. So <laughs> thank you. Please do get in touch with me and I will, I can get that information sent on to you. I'll ASAP. do it. I know that um, I think I think Marty is also here from the group and uh, something we've been talking about as well. So okay. this is something that, that our head office and Javier Pita in particular is very passionate about as these kind of projects that are providing these kind of experiences, especially for young people. Um, so that's very important to us. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. We do run our own children's camps and senior camps. So we have senior blind up there and uh, children's camps um, from five years old up to, you know, 17 or so. All right. But thanks for, thanks for showing up and it's so nice to have a few of you from the group here. So that's nice. <laughs> Hello, Warren. This is Marty Hutchings. Hi, Marty. It's yourself. Yeah. Nice, to, nice to meet you in, in the voice. <laughs> yes, you too. Um, and the gentleman prior to me, um, we have the same situation at Lions Camp. That's what mm -hmm. I was talking to you about, how we have specific names for buildings and and uh, trailheads and that sort of thing. There's a bridge that we cross and all this. Perfect, yeah. Love to have labeled. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's something I think we want to. I, I've actually received inf information and email back from our head office, and they are, they are in love with what you are doing. And, of course, now uh, Tim, sorry, Tim, uh, Tom, sorry. <clears throat> what you are what you're both doing they think this is the point this is this is the whole point of what we do um and and we want to make these experiences uh real for for not only for young people but you know older kids adults seniors it's it's all the same just to give that little bit of an experience if that right works. now it seems like it's a pretty um overwhelming task to think about navilins tagging everything i wish i could just snap my fingers and have all museums all municipalities indoor outdoor buildings labeled I, that would just change my world immensely i am absolutely 100 percent <laughs> with you and i'm just hoping it's a case of a little bit of patience um and a little bit of uh, of drive from our side and and just <laughs> awareness and everything that, that that you guys are all doing within the group and the, the effort that you're all making, contacting people, talking to people, I mean, it, it means so much to us and it, it, it gives us heart and and it shows us that, that yeah, these, these are the people that, this is the reason for what we do. This is the reason we do what we do. And uh, yeah, it, it's inspirational and emotive. 
for me. I Thank see you. You getting overwhelmed with with orders for tagging systems for buildings and organizations <laughs> you're gonna have to expand and it, it would be nice and I, you know i don't think we're gonna run out um either because i know that the the system is so uh i think we, i think someone talked about it on on the io group about what is the maximum potential but don't worry we've got it in hand we we have the ability to to navi lens the world if possible yeah it's going to take a lot of um manpower though I know, I know. We'll have to, we'll, yeah, start recruiting. Yep. <laughs> that well, would be a good problem to have. Yes. The, the transit problem. system here in Kenosha, I did get appointed to the transit commission and the meeting that I thought I was not going to be able to make got moved. I can actually go to the first meeting now. It's going to be this Monday and I'm going to talk to our transit director about Wonderful. the system. I really want to Try and get you two connected somehow where he can ask. Absolutely. Well, I sent you on that information. If there's anything else you need, Marty, you just let me know. And I am 100% here for you, whatever you need. Great. This is awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I can convince them of the, and I love the fact that it's in all these different languages. It, it's not even, it doesn't even have to be programmed that way. It's just whatever language your phone. Exactly. Exactly. Use. That's that makes me want to go to Barcelona now because I know I can go there and have everything read to me in English. There you go. No <laughs> problem at all. Just let me know if you're going. I'm just down, well, I'm three hours down the road, but I'm sure I can I can make some plans for you. No. Um, but the, the, the interesting thing that you've just, you know, the, the point that you've touched on is it's it's having to convince people. And that's the unfortunate. You have to convince these authorities. You have to convince these people, I mean, which is kind of the sad thing. Uh, and the frustrating thing from our point is that it, it requires convincing. Um, you know, when that visitor was coming to Valencia, I, I had asked a couple of um, restaurants, would you like to put your menu on one of these codes? We'll, we'll organize it, we'll have it there. And, you know, I'll bring this girl for lunch or for dinner. And, you know, it would be a lovely part of the experience. And one particular place said, oh, I, I don't know about that. We've never had any blind or visually impaired clients i'm like and so i just stopped talking i said but you know I, I shouldn't have to convince you that by opening by making your your restaurant more available to everyone then it's accessible by everyone mm -hmm. you know not everyone has that confidence to go into a restaurant and and be constantly asking and re relying on that sort of information. The other person I asked, she was 100%, please do this. This sounds amazing. I will do whatever it takes. So you have you have the balance there. You have uh, the 100% and then you have the unsure element. But that's just some something we have to do. We need to convince. And Yeah, and it's so wonderful now that you would be able to get up from your table, turn on NaviLens on your phone, and find the washroom without having to bother people. You know, and this is it. <laughs> this is, you know, that's the point. It's, it's, it, it just gives you that little bit of independence, you know. And I, I know not everything is, is perfect. I mean, there's always those little issues that can be possibly brought up, people leaving a bag on the floor, you know. But, you know, the, the thing is, if there is a system there to give you that independence and understanding, then. Um, one other question I was thinking about how, um, a navy lens tag can direct you to a location, but 
a lot of times there's things in the way, like, you know, instead of a bag on the floor, but what if it's a moat or, a, you know, a stairwell or. Yeah. And th something. this again is, is something that, that we're working with a lot of locations. And when, when, a, when a, a particular location, for example, a hospital has contacted us in Ireland and they took a video of the route and it's, it would be important for us to indicate every single thing. So if there is uh, one step or if there are emergency doors or if there are swing doors, everything needs to be, um, again, we've turned Navi lens into a verb. So it has to be Navi lensed. So everybody <laughs> has that access to that information. So yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, a, a bag on the floor, it's the difficult thing uh, to sort of indicate. That would be a requirement of the restaurant to keep clean, clear floor spaces or hospitals or that kind of thing. But all of these uh, things within this hospital would need to be <clears throat> indicated every slight turn every yeah every everything to give you the full 100 percent experience yeah oh that, that i think it's an outstanding product and, and system because okay. the distances that they can be read and how quick they can be read you know it just Absolutely. A crowd in front of the bus stop, you're still going to be able to read it if this if the code is up high enough above their heads. You don't even have Absolutely. to close the bus stop sign. I mean, unless someone is there who is uh, three meters tall, I, I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. I think, but I still do it myself. I, I'm, you know, when I go into the supermarket, I just love that feeling of, of, of bringing up my my phone and and picking up the the codes. And also, the, I have a bus stop across from my house and. I just hang out the window just just to do it, just to <laughs> show people like how amazing it is. And mm -hmm. you know, it, it, I'm like a, a, a kid sometimes. I, I I need to grow up a little bit, but it's, <laughs> it's I'm still amazed by by what what the potential is. Well, Orin, I certainly appreciate your time on the weekend for coming and presenting with us, and I appreciate you giving us permission to share this and what I normally do with our um, tech presentations is uh, once Zoom processes it, I'll download it and I will add this to our National Federation of the Blind of South Carolina podcast and send out emails to let people know they can uh, listen to it there as well and uh at their leisure and you know stop and pause and just get more information from you but i certainly appreciate you uh taking again taking time out of your schedule sir not at all not at all steve the 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 little beer can wait until later there's uh anytime you need me <laughs> will do any anytime you need me, just let me know. And um, or any questions, anything at all, just just send everything my way. You have my email address as well, Steve. So do yes, feel sir. Share that. And again, thank you, everyone uh, attending. And uh, we will have another one in December. We have not set that one up yet, but uh, if you have any suggestions, you know, feel free to send them to cookcafe at sc.rr.com. Thank you all and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, posted to the Let's Navi Lens listserv as well. Say again, Marty. Will you have a link to this? Um, will you put that up on the, the 
the Let's Navi Lens list, the I.O.? Yeah, sure will. That'd be great. Thanks. All right. Perfect. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. Take care, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. Signing off. <laughs>